In the 1960s, 95% of the clothing bought in America was made right here in America. Now 97% is made overseas, and that's a complete reversal of the way things used to be in this country. Let's change that. I want to welcome American Giant as a sponsor to this program. American Giant is all about workers and the products they make. It's about good-paying jobs that allow people to take pride in their hard work. They began in 2012 with a clothing factory in North Carolina. They were shutting it down, and they came in. They worked with the factory to invest in new machinery and skill development. Now, 10 years later, they make the best hoodie ever made, the best hoodie you'll ever own, made with cotton that's grown in America, milled in America, cut and sewn right here as well. American Giant. You pick the right place to tell your story, American Giant. American Giant. Buy today at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Do it now. Save and wear the best American clothing out. America. Yesterday, John Solomon from JustTheNews.com, he's the editor-in-chief and CEO, used to be with the Wall Street Journal, New York Times. He is a really great journalist who uh, has not compromised his journalistic values. He said yesterday that he was going through the uh, Hunter Biden laptop and he found a phone number. Here's what he said. Well, I'll tell a story. I've never told this story before. Only my editors at the, the Hill knew this back in 2019. Uh, I early on got some documents from the Hunter Biden laptop. By the way, before it was turned over for the FBI, there had been some documents that law enforcement had gotten through other means. And one of those documents got leaked to me, and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured, oh, this is my chance. Maybe I can, I've been trying to get fair comment from Hunter Biden. So I'm going to call the cell phone. So I called the cell phone, and guess who picked up the phone? Oh boy, Joe Biden. Joe. Oh Joe Biden. What? Boy, was he shocked when he got uh, when he picked up the phone and found out it was me. He hung up pretty quickly. So I really want to ask uh, John what the context was of that phone number in the email. We talked to John Solomon about that and so much more as Hunter goes under oath today for a deposition. John Solomon joins us in 60 seconds. According to the USDA, a ton, one ton of our annually planted crops in the breadbasket not going to be harvested this season. And I, when I say a ton, uh, I mean a ton, ton, uh, a lot. Uh, we are looking at severe shortages. I think it's about a third of our crops are going to go down um, because we didn't use uh, the right fertilizer or the the winter was too harsh or the summer was too cold, too wet, too dry, whatever it is. 
It is time to stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply. They've got huge discounts going on. This is a limited time offer and it will expire soon. My Patriot Supply, you can save now on a four-week emergency food kit that you'll need for your family. Each kit is packed with delicious energy-boosting breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, something that everybody is going to love. Um, you can try it now, get it for your family. Four weeks is really a good deal. Um, you can get a great deal uh, if you order right now. Massive savings before the deadline. So please go to mypatriotsupply.com. That's mypatriotsupply.com. Go there now and be prepared. John Solomon, welcome to the program, sir. Great to be with you, Glenn. Thanks for having me. So you you announced yesterday that you had found an email and it had Joe Biden's phone number on it. Tell me, in what context was this email? Yeah, so it it, it was something that before the laptop became public, uh, even before the FBI had the laptop, there had been some earlier records seized during the investigation of Devin Archer. These are Devin Archer was Hunter Biden's business partner, and he was convicted of fleecing a, a tribe. He may become a very important witness soon to Congressman James Comer's investigation, the House Oversight Committee uh, investigation of the Bidens. And so there are these records that show uh, phone numbers that were associated with Hunter Biden that were gathered during the search warrants and subpoenas and things, and they end up in the court records. And so as I was starting my reporting right after I wrote the famous story about Joe Biden uh, uh, threatening the Ukraine president, saying, if you don't fire uh, the prosecutor, who, by the way, was investigating his son, I'm going to take your billion dollars in aid away. Uh, about a month into that, and I'm trying to get fair comment from Hunter Biden. I really care about his side of the story, too, right? I don't want a one-sided story. And so uh, he hasn't, through his lawyers, engaged me in any constructive way. And so I'm going through these records, and I see this phone number that's associated with Hunter Biden that's a different number than the one I have. It appeared to be a bill, a credit card, that he was paying uh, – through his, you know, his, his uh, uh, businesses. And so I called the phone number. This is probably in this, I can't remember, it's May, June, sometime in the spring of 2019 when I was at the Hill. And I, I was hoping Hunter Biden would pick up. And he got answered. I got excited. Then I heard the voice. I'm like, wait a second, that's not Hunter Biden's voice. That's but Joe Biden. And then I said, Mr. Mr. Vice President. And he said, I can't talk right now. And he hung up the phone on me. And that's really all it was. I, is it a gigantic moment? No. Later, we found out uh, through the laptop when we did get it, we authenticated the laptop, that there was a cell phone that Hunter Biden paid for that, you know, is described as a Joe Biden cell phone. I think that's the one that probably Peter Schweitzer and others talk about. Is it a major scandal? No. Does it show that the finances and uh, the lifestyles of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are intertwined? Absolutely. And it's something that the president keeps trying to deny uh, that is you know, obviously true. Joe Biden owed his son money. How do we know that? There's an email from Eric Schwerin that says, your dad owes you so much money, he wants to sign over his Delaware tax refund to you. That occurred in 2010 when Joe Biden was the vice president. He owed his son money. That means his son and his businesses were underwriting the vice president. We know of bills that were identified in emails. So the phone call and him picking up just accentuates a story that we now have been able to corroborate that the finances, the business interests of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden did intersect. They are sometimes commingled. And no matter how many times Joe Biden denies it, it isn't true. So um, what does that mean? Is is it illegal for a, a son of the president to... Uh pay for the phone and the housing and some of the house bills if you're president of the United States? 
It's a great question, right? Obviously, uh, I'm sure every family has uh, people who help other family members from time to time. It isn't always considered income. At the time I called Joe Biden, he wasn't vice president or president. He was in his diaspora period, the first time he'd been out of political office. So even if yeah, given that he was in office, it wouldn't really matter that much that he had a phone that his son paid for. Where it becomes so concerning and where James Comer and where the bank records are all leading is there is a question of whether Joe Biden was doing favorable things as vice president because he had so much sway over the Obama foreign policy that his, it was helping his son's clients. And therefore, if he was helping his son's clients and then his son took some of that revenue to under, you know, to pay the bills of Joe Biden, the idea that, you know, a Russia or a Ukraine or a China was underwriting Joe Biden's lifestyle becomes real, becomes compromising. Uh, and I think that that's the question that uh, among many that James Comer has to answer for the American people. Joe Biden has not given us many honest answers about his relationship with uh, uh, Hunter Biden and his business associates. Nearly every statement he's made to us has been debunked over the years, including the famous laptop and so many others. So. I hope that we can get these answers for the American people before the next election. Uh, and I think James Comer is determined, based on what I've seen from his work, to do that. And I think one of the big people that we were going to, if we hear from Devin Archer, the longtime business partner of Hunter Biden, uh, there are negotiations. He went in to jail. Subpoena. Yeah, he's about to go to jail. He hasn't gone yet. He's been sentenced to jail. He hasn't gone yet. Uh, but if if he can cooperate along with the FBI informant and all the other things that we're getting, we're going to get answers. We're going to get the truth and get to the bottom of this. And I think we're at that moment. My understanding is that Devin Archer could testify or be interviewed as early as next month. Wow. Um, so the information that you had, did the did the Hill kill the story? Did you oh, no. not no, try to I mean, write the, Hill, the story? What happened? Yeah, but listen, for my at the time. At the time, it was just an effort by me to be a good journalist and try to get fair comment from the Bidens. I cared about their side of the story, just like I care about everyone's. It, it, it never, it, it didn't become more important until later when we realized that there are these um, cell phone bills in the laptop where they're being identified as Hunter Biden's paying a cell phone bill for his dad. And therefore, you start this question of, well, well we're foreigners through Hunter Biden subsidizing Joe Biden's lifestyle. We don't have a complete answer. We certainly have some good indications of that that may have been going on. So it's more relevant now. At the time, it was just an effort to get fair comment. And Joe Biden picked up the phone. And at that time, Hunter Biden was living with his father. We knew that because I had staked out the home. So I knew Hunter Biden was living in the, the cottage. That's the very cottage that the IRS wanted to raid. They met probable cause for a search warrant. And the U.S. Justice Department under Joe Biden turned them down. I'm sorry, under Donald Trump turned them down in 2020. But the... Um, uh, at the time, it just was an effort at fair comment. It, me it has a little more meaning today, but there are far more serious things that we should be worried about in the public domain right now about Joe Biden, starting with, you know, Joe Biden still says, I didn't meet with any Hunter Biden's business partners, despite all we know, but one of Joe Biden's best friends, one of the family's closest associates, a guy named Rob Walker, he told the FBI in an FBI 302, this is a story I just wrote a few days ago, yes, Joe Biden did meet with the Chinese. No matter what he says, he met with him. I attended the meeting. He was there. He sat with Hunter Biden and, uh, and these Chinese business people in 2017 at a time when the Biden family was squeezing these Chinese businessmen to pay them money. So uh, at some point, Joe Biden is going to run out of people accusing of lying. And the people that are now affirming this 
our business associates and family friends. Joe Biden just hasn't been able to give us the truth. He had problems back when he ran for president decades ago, plagiarizing and doing things. And today he isn't telling us the truth about what the evidence shows about his relationship with his son's business partners. So, John, most people, they'll say they don't care. And I think by what they mean when they say that is I'm not listening to it. I'm not paying attention because nothing's going to be done. So why right. should I worry about any of this or learn about any of this? Do you see the tides changing on this? I do. As far as and consequences. Start, yeah. I, let's start with something I just see personally to myself. When I wrote the original Hunter Biden stories in 2019, shortly after you know, we really started to get traction on these stories, I was suddenly derided as a conspiracy theorist. I had a 30-year history of one, uh, almost every major journalism forum you could think of, certainly a lot of them. Worked for all the mainstream media, Washington Post, AP, I had a sterling record. And suddenly I was a conspiracy theorist uh, and nobody knew where I got my information from. The truth of the matter is the Justice Department knows where I got my information from because they have my notes now. And they learned that I got it from the FBI. They know that, that now. I wish my profession would go look at that because they'd realize I was really solid back in 19. But now all those members of the media are coming to me. Mainstream news organizations day in and day out are coming to me and saying, hey, we didn't get this right. Can you help us get on the track? I think that's a good sign. And I've been willing to do that if I, I sense that they're honest in their pursuit. Uh, I worked with CBS News on the IRS whistleblower story. We kind of broke that together. Uh, it was kind of a quiet partnership, but we're doing those sort of things. I think the fact that the mainstream media is starting to turn uh, treat this uh, uh, seriously is a good sign that maybe people in general realize there was something more serious here that we we got bamboozled into not believing uh, the, the the 51 intelligence analysts and others so if people are willing to learn the facts then they can make a more informed decision do i think we're going to have a prosecution of joe biden no no one thinks that right but we went into 2020 thinking that all these things about well not we but many people went into 2020 because joe biden told them saying there's nothing here there this is a Republican conspiracy theory, mm -hmm. and we now learn we were lied to. We, we can make a more informed decision for every American voter. The judge and jury for the accountability for Joe Biden, I think, will be the American people on how they vote in 2024. Okay, so John, last question. What do you expect today from the testimony of, uh, of Hunter Biden? And yeah, what he listen, he's got to answer. Were you the guy that signed this document? Were you the guy that came to the shop? <laughs> did you drop off the laptop? Why were you lying about it if that's the case? Uh, why did you bring the laptop in? Uh, is there anything on the laptop that's not true? Hunter Biden has danced on this issue and gotten away from the media today. He'll be under oath. He won't be able to do that with this deposition. We'll find out how much he knew uh, uh, that uh, it was true that his father, his father's campaign, and all of their accolades in the media and the Democratic establishment knew were lies when they told it to us. We now know that they knew the, 50, the, the, the letter by the 51 intelligence analyst was just a lie. It was a political ploy. They knew they had no evidence. We now know from the reporting I did, the FBI authenticated that laptop in 2019. They knew it was Hunter Biden's. How many other lies did the Biden machinery impose on the American people just to win the presidency? We may get some insight from that, from Hunter Biden's deposition today. John Solomon, thank you very much. I appreciate all the work you do. Justthenews.com is worth stopping every day and uh, following to get the uh, straight news from John Solomon and his team. It is an excellent, excellent source for news. Justthenews.com. Back in just a minute. 
Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Goldline. As things begin to collapse, uh, the dollar is also in trouble. Uh, This is an intentional thing that uh, ESG, the World Economic Forum, and quite honestly, our Fed and our government are doing. Uh, My hypothesis is is that they knew in 2008 that what they were doing, they hoped, but they had a pretty good idea. It's not going to work. When it stopped working and they had to continue to pour money into the system. They needed a way out. They needed another um, net for things to fall in. And that's what's happening now to our dollar. So go to Goldline at goldline.com, goldline.com. I want you to do your own homework. Ask them for all of the information on why you should buy uh, gold or silver. 866-GOLDLINE. If you think you can't buy gold, you might be mistaken. If you think you can't buy silver, you probably are. Uh, They're at good prices right now. Right now, if you buy one of the uh, quarter-ounce gold Mayflower in gold, you're going to receive the one-ounce silver cop and copper Mayflower coins at no additional charge. Gets all three metals when you just purchase gold. Don't wait for this to sell out because it's going to sell out fast. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10-second station ID. So the the worst thing about this that I, I don't think America has their arms around yet is is what this president has has done to us. What this president has um I mean he 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 sold us out and it's clear he sold us out. Um We can learn an awful lot from history and birthrights. Genesis talks about this, 25. And these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac took Rebekah to wife, and Isaac created um, uh, or entreated the Lord. Let me put my glasses on. Uh, for his wife, because she was barren, and Rebekah conceived, and the children struggled together with her. And when her days were to be delivered, to be fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first that came out, he called Esau, and the other came out, uh, and his name was Jacob, and the boys grew. Jacob, Jacob sawed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, for I am faint. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau sold his birthright unto Jacob. Thus, Esau despised his birthright. We have a birthright as well. Our founders made a covenant with God. We enjoy the things that we have because others came before us and did hard work, and the Lord gave us this land. This was to be the land of righteousness, freedom, prosperity. But the covenant wasn't made with just one man, with one family. The covenant has been made with all Americans. We are heirs to that birthright. 
Our government's job is to protect that birthright. Our rights outlined in the Bill of Rights. But Joe Biden, like Esau, despises that birthright and has sold it for a mess of pottage. Joe and his family abused our trust. They used their power to enrich themselves to the tune of millions of dollars. So far, we know five million through Biden's bank records. Many people believe it could be today as much as 40 million. Now, to most Americans, that seems like a lot of money. But to Joe Biden, 40 millions is a pittance. Joe Biden deals in the billions, hundreds of billions, the trillions. He passes bills and budgets. He deals in numbers so grand we can't even comprehend them. So let's say the Bidens have received $40 million that some today are reporting they have. We've learned the big, big man gets 10%. $4 million. A lot of money. Enough for a house, upper class house, beach house. But it's a house. He sold out America, integrity, our safety for $4 million? No way to know what secrets or securities have been compromised for $4 million. The birthright of each individual American was sold for $4 million. Esau sold his birthright. Joe Biden sold your birthright. He traded your birthright. Your American covenant for four million bucks. Maybe it might be two. It might be one. We don't know the full extent of the laundering scheme yet. Let's say it was a hundred million dollars. Would that mean the Biden family sold America out for 33 cents per person per American? Is that the value of your birthright? He sold your birthright for less than a mess of pottage. You can buy lentils, pottage, for about a dollar. Apparently, you can buy American birthright for 33 cents. This is why we have to hold the Biden family responsible. If they did it, you cannot allow the president to sell us for 33 cents apiece. America is not a country of Esau's. We're a country of Jacob's. We hold our birthright as the most important and the most valuable. Protect the birthright. Even if we're hungry and weary, we'll continue to stand and fight. It's our birthright, and it's time to let the Bidens know they can never take it from us. The Glenn Beck Program. Gary lives in California, as if that isn't bad enough. I'm sorry for that, Gary. He's 62 and has been living with severe pain now for several years. He's tried all the usual stuff to get rid of it, but after a while, he gave up. I can tell you from personal experience, if there's anything worse than being in pain that you're, uh, that you're determined to beat, is being in pain and resigning yourself to living that way. Always try. One day, Gary heard about Relief Factor on the program. He decided to give it a shot, and he didn't said, I didn't have anything to lose but 20 bucks. Within a few days, he noticed he started to feel a little bit better. Three weeks, Gary said, it was a lot better, and a few weeks later, it was gone. Gary got his life back, and so could you. 
Try it for three weeks. If you don't feel anything different in three weeks, you're probably not going to experience any difference. It's not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. It's all natural. 1995. Try the trial pack now. The three-week trial pack. Take it as directed. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relieffactor.com. Do it now. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn as well. Right now, you can subscribe to Blaze TV and save 10 bucks with the promo code Glenn. Something amazing is happening here in St. George at our museum. Um, I'm going to bring in a friend of mine who honestly is a guy I want to be more like when I grow up. Mm. Uh, his name is Yako Buins. Uh, he is uh, head of Yako Buins Ministry. He has an amazing life. Uh, started out in South Africa. His uh, sister was kidnapped. He left school to go and find his sister. It took him two years, I think. She was missing for six. Six years. He finally found her. Um, and uh, so he works now to um, free slaves, um, people who have been kidnapped, taken, or have fallen into some sort of a sex slavery. And we asked him to come in. He's one of the people that are um, you will find if you go through our museum at uh the uh, slavery section we concentrate not only on the past but on what's happening right now you brought a document with you that you have been uh showing explain what it is glenn first thank you for doing this for educating america on our real history and for including modern history Mm -hmm. because slavery is alive and well unfortunately in that display, you show that 366,000 African slaves made it to North America. The lie is that they all came here. Most went to Brazil. We have half a million women and children in America today in sexual slavery today. So we're doing in each year the amount of slavery that was accumulated over a 300-year period. This document is a slave trade document, very much like you would find on the ships when they brought the slaves mm-hmm. over. The only difference is this document was confiscated February 2023. This is a modern-day slave trade document where, and it's ironic, the boldness, this is Coyote Yadina, and he even recognizes himself as Coyote Yadina, keeps record of niñas, niños, children, boys and girls that he's bringing across the border and how much they owe him, $2,500 per kid. The kid owes this debt. The only way the child is going to pay the debt is by selling their body. And he goes through this document over and over, Glenn. And they've got quite the accounting system. They, I argue, the cartel, this is trafficker Ariel. This is his numbers. This child could only pay $55 of the $2,500 debt. Mm. We then learn later that the cartel adds an interest on the debt. 30% 30% per month. So if they oh my gosh. owe $2,500 and they can't pay it back, they sell their body for 50 bucks at a time, they'll never be out of debt. And unfortunately, we have a government that's lying to the American people. Your previous segment was incredible. Uh, we've got to hold them accountable because they say they've lost 85,000 children. We argue they've lost a quarter million children. Oh my gosh. 
we, we argue that they underreport by 70% the numbers that are coming across the border. By 70%. This is word on the ground with border, law enforcement. They see this. So it's in handwriting, and they go through that document, child by child, so name, evil. name by name. And this is 2023. So the slavery we thought we abolished has taken a new form, and it's rearing a new head, and unfortunately is aided and abetted by the president of the United States by rendering our border open. Just this one page, they've taken 5,382 um, but that's all with pay. How much is it to cross for a child? 2500 $2, on the child, 8500 on the adult. And the child needs to pay the debt. And I asked the children when the debt, when they're supposed to start paying. And they say day one. Oh, my gosh. Here's more. $46,000. They're making millions and millions and millions a day. of dollars. A day. Yeah, that is terrible. It is a cartel network that's very sophisticated, Glenn. I don't know if people know this, and this is radical, but I know you chase truth. I want to show you evidence, and Border Patrol will tell you. We had a decapitation in Texas four weeks ago on the border. Cartel, I believe that decapitating a U.S. citizen in the United States. They're driving on the southern border with fifty caliber machine guns mm -hmm. inside the United States. The cartel network is very sophisticated. Um, and unfortunately, you quote Genesis. Genesis tells us there will be enmity, war between Satan and the seed of Eve. Mm -hmm. And I believe people ask me, why children? Why drag shows for kids? Why the kids? Seed of Eve. The seed of Eve. If you want to break America, you're not going to break us you know, with anything other than our future. You break the youth. And we have a class, you know, the 15-year-old today in three years is a voter. But Gen Z, Glenn, 12 through 25, is the largest section of society on planet Earth, American Gen Z, that watches porn and produces porn on themselves. The average age of porn entry in America is boys age eight. We're not talking about Pamela Anderson on a Harley Davidson. We're talking about their porn, first, hardcore their first porn. introduction to intimacy, the purpose of a woman, is gang rape. Now, couple that with... 12 states lowering the age of consent to 14. 14 states next year is going to try and lower it to 14. 10 states now getting rid of the sex offender registries, California leading the charge. Comprehensive sex in the classroom. District attorneys not prosecuting child sex crimes. They're pleading it down to minor cases. It's not making it into court. 144 sex crimes against the Biden family alone in the Marco Polo report. Then you add an open border. And you're telling the cartel, sure, bring children. Bring fentanyl in the kids' backpacks. There's no health and human services on the border. Biden just canceled the DNA swap program. Now we can't even track a kid. If we rescue her in Maine, we can triangulate. Yes, yeah, she came through Eagle Pass. Who did she come with? The guy that said he was her father. We have DNA. We can build a case. Can't build a case. They're ghost children. Now we have a thing called recycled children that the cartel is doing. You have more military-age men, 20 to 35-year-old men that's coming across the border than children are available. Because when you cross with a child in arms, you get favorable treatment. So here's what they're doing, Glenn. A guy crosses with a child, not his child. That child is abused. The cartel takes the child in the U.S., moves the child back into Mexico, recycles that child to put the child in the hands of another illegal 
illegal migrant to come in because they get favorable treatment by the NGOs if they have a child in arms. If they don't have a child, they're just released into America. With a child, they get a meal, they get a bus ticket. That's, that's not what our founding fathers fought for, Glenn. I'm an immigrant. I bleed red, white, and blue. I had to swear an allegiance. I, I can be drafted into the U.S. military tomorrow, and I will go. That's not what I immigrated for. The nuclear family. And then you add on that, Glenn. We're the nation that, that asks, what is a woman? Mm. We're the nation that says, well, how many genders are there? We're the nation that's telling children they can be furries and drink out of bowls in a classroom like dogs. This is an anti-God movement because God is the glue to our nation. It's always been the glue. And when you abandon God, we are becoming a modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. How many days are you here? Is today your last day? Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, what did you see yesterday when people were coming through? Does, I, he is in the slavery section. He'll yeah. be there today and showing you some of the things they picked up, like this document from the border. I, before I arrived, my team's been here since Monday, and they called me crying, said, Yuck, is unbelievable. What Glenn's doing here is unbelievable, and it is unbelievable, Glenn. I said, can this be permanent? Mm. Can we do this permanent in Dallas? It's we're unbelievable. Trying to, we're trying to put it on the road permanently. If not, it... Glenn, it, every single American, every American, 100 years and down, has to walk through this. Americans don't know America. They don't know this country. And they, you can only defend what you love. Mm-hmm. The reason Gen Z, the reason they set buildings on fire and it's so easy to co-opt 22-year-olds to put a, a mask on, they don't know the America you and I fight for. Mm-hmm. They've never seen it. Half of them weren't even alive for 9-11. Right. And they're not being taught by their parents or in the classroom. No offense to the parents, but the parents don't know. The common literacy level on who America is, the identity of America. And the Bible tells us a Christ identity is your security. If you don't know your identity, George Soros will help you. The Rockefellers will help you. The World Economic Forum will help you. They'll give you one. BlackRock will help you. They'll, 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 they'll say, we'll give you safety. Just give us your freedom. Mm-hmm. Right? So what we saw yesterday riveting we're standing at a table and i'm talking about human trafficking sexual slavery of children in america and we had 10 children in a two-day period come to the table i'm talking about under 15 that said can you help me i'm addicted to pornography i didn't know pornography feeds human trafficking we had a girl bring her dad and said can you help my dad and the father goes, hey, listen, my wife doesn't know, but I do struggle with pornography. The daughter found out, and she said, Dad, you can't be a reason why children are being trafficked. You can't leave here. You can't. We have five more days. You can't go home. This is, this is so important. What you're doing is just it, remarkable, it's, Yako. But Glenn, you set the table. You pulled me to your office, and I'm so humbled. I am, brother. I love you. I mean it. It's unconditional. The work you do including us in this is a gift from god because for me the master i serve which is jesus tells me you'll leave 99 for one so for one child saying can you help me get out of pornography this was all worth it yeah and it's not just one and 14 yesterday it's thousands i know that have come through here whose lives are changed because they finally understand what the founding fathers meant they finally learn okay we were actually the first nation to abolish slavery Oh, all 10 million slaves did not come to America? 
oh, how is it that, that you know, separation of church and state is actually a, a whole farce? And just go on and on and on about the truths that you display here. I am thankful and proud that Glenn Beck is an American. Yeah. I am proud, and I mean it. I want to be more like you when I grow up. No. You're thank a you, great man. God bless you. Yako. Um, thank you so much. What's the name of your organization? Yako Ministries? Yaku Boyens Ministries, or just easy, helpjbm.org. And every dollar goes to save a child, but it's more about the dollar. It's the fathers getting back into the home and reestablishing that nuclear family and their Christ identity. And you will see uh, his work in some of these documents when you come through. Um, if you have an opportunity to see this amazing uh, site here as we approach Independence Day. Back in just a minute. Uh, 9-11 was America's darkest day, at least up until that point. Uh, it was filled with carnage and sorrow, and it was beautiful the next day. We all came together. I wonder if that would happen now. The Tunneled Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. Sometimes military service members and first responders, cops, firefighters, don't come home. And tragically, it comes with a job. And when young children are left behind, Tunneled Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to help lift the financial burden. They have paid for so many, and they can only do it with your help. Catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, they build mortgage-free smart homes for them. But again, they can't do it without you. Their Veterans Homeless Program provides housing and services to more than 500 in just last year and more than 1,500 in 2023 so far. Because veterans honorably served, whether in peacetime or in war, deserve our gratitude. And it's all done because of you will you consider giving a donation of eleven dollars a month to the uh effort here of tunnel to towers to never forget 9 11 eleven dollars a month you can give at t the number two t dot org t the number two t dot org tunnel to towers join the conversation 888-727-BECK the glenn beck program Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad that you are uh, here. Um, we are in St. George, Utah, and we hope that you can make it. If you already have tickets, I, I think that there are some uh, tickets that they are selling uh, day of. I'm not sure, so you'll have to check it uh, uh, at uh, uh, unitedwepledge.org. Now, there is another thing that's going on Friday and Saturday. I am trying to uh, buy up as much uh, American heritage as possible to preserve it and to also bring it on the road. Um, I buy these things with my uh, my own money, and uh, I don't like asking for donations, uh, quite honestly. Uh, so I want to put some work into it, and I paint and I paint the stories of America. Most people don't know that I'm a painter, but you can find my art at uh, glenbeckart.com, and that's how I pay for a lot of the uh, things uh, that, um, that we are showing uh, now. Um, I'm going to be at an art show on Friday and Saturday night 
uh, and I will be going through all of the stories of the paintings. If you are qualified um, and want to buy one of these um, paintings, you can just email us. Uh, you just email at, I'm just trying to find that. It's what is it? Glenbeckartshow at gmail.com. That's Glenbeckartshow at gmail.com. There's no cost to get in. Uh, just let us uh, know and give us your email and your phone number, and somebody from the art staff will call you. And I hope to see you Friday or Saturday night at the uh, art show, glenbeckartshow at gmail.com. All right, we have a great show coming up uh, on tomorrow. If you missed last night's TV show, we took you through the Red Pill Room. Some things that you'll never uh, forget and probably never see again uh, uh, that take you from the Titanic and the progressive era all the way through World War II. You don't want to miss that. If you're a Blaze subscriber, it is available now. It's last night's Wednesday night special at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Stu, final thought from you. You watching... Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, I think the big takeaway from today, news-wise, is this really important decision in the Supreme Court. Uh, if you have any time today, reading chunks of Thomas's uh, concurrence, where he just blasts Katanji Brown-Jackson, might be your most enjoyable weekend reading. I'd encourage it. <laughs> and the decision was on... Affirmative action and saying that no longer can these colleges use race uh, to make these decisions. Uh, it's how it should have been from the very beginning. Uh, it was wrong one way at the very beginning. It got wrong the other way later on. It should never never make a decision based on skin color. Really simple rule. It's great. Uh, all right. We'll see the you Glenn tomorrow on the radio.